0: Welcome to fabulous after 50 the podcast for women wanting to make the most of their lives my name is julie kennedy and i am your host Now, a very scary topic for us today. So thankfully, we have author Lisa Skinner, a behavioral specialist with expertise in Alzheimer's disease and related dementia with us, a heavy topic. Lisa, welcome. Lovely to have you with us here today. If you could maybe just start explaining a little bit in your own words, who you are, where you are, what it is that you're involved with and doing. And most importantly,
1: why is this so important? Okay. Thanks so much for having me, Julie. I really am thrilled to be here and share this information with your audience. Cause like you said, it's scary, but it's so important for people yeah. to have a better understanding of this disease. So my introduction to Alzheimer's disease actually started 50 years ago. When I was a teenager, and uh, my grandmother lived just a few miles from our house. So I visited her regularly. I had a wonderful relationship with her. She was the sweetest, dearest lady you'd ever want to know, a fabulous cook. And she was very demure and very shy. And I will never forget this one day that I went over to her house. I just got my driver's license, so I finally got to drive over there myself. And we sat down in her living room and started to have what I thought was just going to be a usual conversation. And she proceeded to tell me about these birds that were living in her mattress. They would come out at night and peck at her face And then she pointed to the wall and told, and said, do you see all those rats running back and forth? They're invading my home. And then she told me that her jewelry was missing. And these men were trying to uh, break into her house. And she just knew they were going to kill her. And I'm just befuddled. I didn't know what to make of the story she was telling me, but I had never known my grandmother to uh, embellish things or make things up mm-hmm. or lie. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, what's going on here? Right. So I even took it to the next step. I said, grandma, show me your mattress. Let's go into your bedroom. Show me your mattress. I want to see where these birds are coming in and out of. So we went into her bedroom. I threw the covers off. I pushed the mattress up to look underneath it. I, of course, didn't see anything. Yeah, I see. Yeah. And I said, this is this is a cute, cute story. I said, well, Grandma, I'm not seeing any evidence of any birds that are getting mm-hmm. in and out of your mattress. Can you show me where they are? And she looks me just straight in the face. And she says, oh, Lisa, they're there. They're just very clever and that was a classic as mm-hmm. I learned later on having chosen to yeah. do this session that was such a classic and brilliant response because they will mm-hmm. come up with explanations and justifications for the stories that they believe are 100 percent. yeah
0: powerful. yeah so, it's, it's so sad. Also, I think a lot of us don't really understand, you know, exactly what it is, right?
1: Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia. complicated And very, very confusing. So, you know, fast forward a couple decades, I ended up getting my degree in human behavior. And I just kind of accidentally stumbled on a position called a community counselor at a memory care facility. Oh. And this experience with my grandmother really had a lasting impression on me. And so I actually s- took this job and I knew that this is what I was supposed to do. And what I have learned, Julie, in 30 years of helping other families through this journey of theirs with their loved one, or if they're c- caring for somebody yeah. who's Alzheimer's disease or related dementia, the key that I have observed that's pretty consistent with everybody is a lack of understanding of the disease, of what it's doing to the brain of the person who suffers from it. And so I just have dedicated my life to helping people have a better understanding of it And one of the reasons why is because it's a very, very lengthy disease. My grandmother lived with it for 20 years. Oh, my a long time for a family to watch their loved one decline and tell stories like birds living in their mattress and doing all these other, you know, kind of peculiar things and talking about peculiar things that make absolutely no sense to us. So. I realized it starts with helping people understand it and then what to expect, what what to look for, how to recognize that whatever they're saying or doing or how they're acting is actually part of the disease. And then the last component, which is equally as important, is how to effectively react or respond yes. to what it is they're doing or saying. Yeah. Because the reactions that we kind of instinctively want to say are counterintuitive to the correct responses. So right. instead of me saying to my grandmother, what are you talking about? Yeah. Are you mad at yeah, what? Yeah. Are... yeah. So I teach what is called joining their reality it's a very effective and probably the most state-of-the-art ideology for responding to false beliefs but the right. thing is it's a fault it's it's not a false belief to them no it is their reality and they must
0: feel very alone alzheimer's one way where it goes in phases right so, so
1: you're not always gone you come back right well it's, it's a progressive degenerative disease and like I said, you know, my grandmother had it for 20 years. The average person lives with it between eight and 15 years. Oh my God. And it does progress through the various stages. So it starts out mildly and then it moves into the middle stage. And then the late stage is probably the shortest stage, but it's also the most heartbreaking breaking stage because at that point people cannot communicate they can't do anything for themselves they just don't understand the world they're living in. One thing I wanted to talk about first because
0: we did mention this off uh, record and I, I was really horrified at that we were just talking about the fact that it's a very actual disease I mean I dare say Alzheimer's has existed for a while but somehow either we're talking about it more or there are a lot more people who are suffering from it.
1: Well, there. that's kind of a two-sided situation. It has the very first diagnosis of a patient with Alzheimer's disease was at the turn of the century. I think it was 1906 by Dr. Alzheimer's, Alois. Um, People were showing symptoms of it for probably... Yeah. Hundreds of yeah. years prior to that. but We just autopsy, didn't have a name for it, right? Dr. Alzheimer's, he actually did an autopsy on the woman's brain and was able to see the plaques and tangles and said, okay, this is a brain disease. So it's been around a very, very long time. When my grandmother was diagnosed with it, they called it senile dementia at the time. They didn't right. even really call it Alzheimer's disease, but it's synonymous. And the other kind of reference to your question and that's another thing that I've realized people every it seems like everybody has an Alzheimer's story but nobody willing to come forth with their story once they find out what I do for a living they tell me you know they they disclose to me that it's in their family and they want to know more about it but it still carries the heavy stigmas and People don't really feel comfortable talking about it because yeah. of these stigmas that the person's crazy. Right, and it has a mental issues. issue, right? Ah, yeah. Exactly. Mm. And some people feel shame. Some people feel embarrassment. Um, I have noticed just in the last few years since the COVID pandemic that we are hearing and learning more about it. It's, it's uh, trending very regularly in yeah. the news. But this has only been in the last couple of yeah. years. And I've been doing this, well, 50 years, if you include yeah. my grandmother, but yeah. 30 years professionally. Well, thankfully,
0: because that means we've got a, somebody with a wealth of knowledge. And I mean, you've written lots of books, right? Yeah. You I had, read- uh, well, make sure we put those in the show notes as well. There was a bestseller. Not all who won the need be
1: lost. So that's beautiful yes, that title. was a bestseller twice. Yes. And I won a, a very prestigious award. So as being one of the most inspirational books written wow. in the year that I entered it into this book contest. But the other side of your question and you're absolutely spot on correct more and more and more people are developing it. You and I talked about this right before we started recording. Um, In the United States, Alzheimer's disease is the sixth leading cause of death. But in the Netherlands, in the UK and in Finland, it's the number one leading cause of death. So it tells you how rampant it is within your, um, your population. I don't have a scientific response for why. No, it's, it's, it's strange when you have countries like that
0: which rate so high. Or maybe, maybe it's because the system for checking is more accurate right so that the data is maybe better than in other countries for registering who has alzheimer's but it is it is very fascinating but of course i mean there are so many aspects i want to to talk about i mean we were going to talk about about tips as well and and i was also interested in tips for also maybe if we you know come across people who are confused in the street how to respond to them but also i mean just suddenly while we were talking you know alzheimer's would you say it's characterized by also memory loss because i'm thinking you know we're in this fabulous after 50 tribe where lots of us lots of me and my friends were a bit like you know gosh i like think i'm going mad you know how do i know what is a normal side of aging and when is it something that i might do well to have looked at you know but it's not it's not memory loss it's it's literally or mind confusion right like so your 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 grandmother where she's vividly in her reality there are birds picking at her face and there are rats in the wall and I I had something similar with my grandmother I didn't then know that this was the best strategy but thankfully I did I played along because apparently in her sort of World, uh, I was the only one who was with her. All the rest were baddies, which was very hard for my father, for, for my aunt, and all that. But so I was with her uh, in Vietnam doing. I'm not sure what with a lot of refugees, but I did just
1: instinctively play along because I didn't really know what else to do. I think one of the reasons why I played along with her when I was 16 years old is because out of respect for my elders, because we were taught. You don't contradict them. You no, don't no, yeah. Them. So I just kind of played along out of respect for my grandmother yeah. and discovered years later that that actually was the yeah. correct response to her false belief instead of saying, Grandma, what are you talking about? How could yeah. there possibly be birds living? Yeah, I didn't yeah. do that because I was raised differently than that. Right. But um, right, So to come to the memory, what are the symptoms of Alzheimer's to start with? So the hallmark of Alzheimer's disease is short-term memory loss. But where people really get confused about the disease, and that's why they're not really associating all the other um, behaviors and signs and weird beliefs and things like that, Is because most people do believe that it exclusively is about memory loss and confusion, but it is so much more layered and complicated than that. And that's really where I feel that people need to understand. So when some of these other things occur, and trust me, there are hundreds of things that This disease causes um, that come up on just unexpectedly, out of nowhere, but they all are part of the disease. So, you know, that really just takes a lot of of education and awareness, and then really helping people understand what's happening to the brain. Because if you have Parkinson's disease or frontotemporal lobe, Dementia. Those are also brain diseases that cause dementia. There's actually over 100 of them, but each one is a little different. A lot of the symptoms and the behaviors do overlap and are intertwined, but each one kind of has its own hallmark. Alzheimer's is the number one brain disease and the most common brain disease. As a matter of fact, one of the other things I wanted to mention uh, because it uh, addresses one of the questions you asked me. So the World Health Organization and the Alzheimer's Association have projected that by the year 2050, which is only 22 years away, the number of people who will develop Alzheimer's disease is expected to triple by then. And we as a society are absolutely not prepared for the tsunami of this disease that's on its way. And a lot of the reason why is because we're talking about the baby boomer generation aging in the next, you know, oldest baby boomers are like 80 now, but the rest of us, by the time somebody is 85 years old, one out of three people will have it. Oh, so yeah, so there's nothing you can do against Alzheimer's, is there? This kind of piggybacks on, on something you said a few minutes ago, like lifestyle choices, diet, exercise, all of those things are actually risk factors that will increase or minimize a person's risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. Okay. So there is something that we can at least try to do, right? Exactly. 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 So if you're only 35 years old, right this second, and you're thinking, okay, well, Alzheimer's usually starts showing up in people at 65 years old. So I'm not going to worry about something Mm -hmm. that's going to happen in 30 years. But if you make, because these are are science-based, evidence-based studies that have shown that diet choices do make a difference. Regular exercise does make a difference. So you can start implementing all these things now. And hopefully by the time the um, Alzheimer's disease and some of these other brain diseases really start to affect you, you may have lowered your risk enough just by healthy lifestyle choices that it bypasses you. Right. You make all the difference in the world. And I mean, there are I'm thinking about various issues. So
0: first of all, as you say, for us, you know, so 50 plus, you know, we're hoping to live for another good, who knows, 40 years even. So, so to continue the healthy, so exercise and a healthy diet, but also I'm we talking about, you know, parents or various family members around. So there's two things really is, you know, what should we look out for in ourselves as science, but also what sort of symptoms, I mean, rather in other people? Should we then think, oh, maybe we take, you know, Auntie Joan to go and have a test? some So th- there are tests. Is Alzheimer's diagnosed by tests?
1: There's no definitive test for Alzheimer's disease. It's really what it comes down to is a process of elimination. The right. only way that a doctor can definitively say if somebody was suffering from Alzheimer's disease is upon an autopsy where they have to slice the brain and look okay, for plaques right. and tangles. But there are things that are on the horizon. And then the other thing I wanted to add, because you did ask me, how do you tell the difference? How do you know if it's something more serious, like a brain disease happening, or it's just the normal age? age? Yeah. So that's One of the things that makes this disease so difficult is because it's almost impossible in the beginning, the early, early stages of Alzheimer's disease to differentiate it between either mild cognitive impairment that sometimes progresses into Alzheimer's disease or just Normal aging forgetfulness. And this is the whole reason why most people are not even diagnosed with it until they're already well into their mid-stage of the disease, because that's when the behaviors, the signs, the symptoms become so obvious and so blatant that you you might say to yourself, you know, there were some subtle Mm. things that I noticed, but... Yeah, they just kind of I just dismissed them. But then when they do become so obvious, and that's when you take Aunt Martha to (laughs) the doctor, but typically that is not until they're well into the mid stages of the disease. And it's because of that, that I have a lot of people say to me, you know, I just walked last week, I walked into my kitchen. And I just stood there and I couldn't for the life of me remember why I walked into my kitchen. So I think I'm getting Alzheimer's
0: disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Now, that could very well just be, that happened yeah. to me weeks ago. Yeah, I do it all the time. <laughs> you forget yeah. what your keys yeah. are. Here's a yeah. very precise example of the difference between either normal aging forgetfulness or mild cognitive impairment we all lose our keys, right? Yes. Just like we all walk into a room and couldn't remember why. Because <laughs> we're busy people. we have yes. busy lives. We have a lot going on in our head. This is the big difference. The person that w- might be suffering from the brain disease might lose their keys. But when the keys are found, they have no clue what they're supposed to do with those keys. They don't know that, it's to start their car or to open their front door. That is a
0: okay, huge. okay. That is a huge difference. Yes,
1: and and Lisa, there is no actual cure, is there to Alzheimer's? There's no cure, oh. unfortunately, yet.
0: Right now, so okay, so lots of things because I mean the people listening here will be either you know curious about Alzheimer or have concerns about members of their family or themselves or are, um, have family members who have it and are wondering, how can I help them? So I would definitely refer to your books as well anyway. So Truth Lies in Alzheimer's, Secret Faces, and Not All Who Wander Need Be Lost. And we'll make sure all of that is in the, um, the list. You then also coach uh, families or um, sort of support them. Yeah. Now, Is that is that only in person, Lisa?
1: Um, no, I actually am just about to release a very, very comprehensive, robust training program. And I am going to launch it at this summit that I have organized for the end of January. And um, I personally think that that's probably will be the best resource that a person can refer to for, because it's six modules. And I start with just the very basic understanding and, and then I just build on on each concept all the way to the end to teaching people, explaining to people just everything from what's happening to their loved one's brain, what causes the the cognitive deficit why they're not understanding things the way they did when their brains were healthy, what behaviors to look for, how to respond to them. So it doesn't sound
0: ideal. I think it's, it's, you know, we want to be there for them. It's it's something which is totally debilitating. It's not a broken leg that we can patch up or, you know, push somebody around in a wheelchair. It's really affecting all of who they are. So this sounds, uh, this sounds amazing. And this will be for
1: sale. I was just going to say, you know, I, People can get an overview and kind of a basic understanding through my books. But this training program, I just finished writing. I have spent the last two years writing it and putting it together. And I wanted it. That's why it took me so long, because I really was dedicated to coming up with something that anybody could really understand and apply to their own personal situation. Uh-huh. So I'm hoping that I accomplish that and Yeah. And it's filled with information. It'll be a resource library for people because if your grandmother lives with it for 20 years, you can always refer back to it.
0: Exactly. Well, make sure we have that in the show notes as well. And tell us a little bit about this conference you're organizing because it's online, right? So people all over the world, because my audience
1: is based all over the world. You're in the States, right, Lisa? I am. I'm in California And it's what we call a global summit, which is synonymous with a virtual conference, and it will be broadcast all over the world, as as a matter of fact. So the name of the summit is called the Minding Dementia Summit, and it is all about living with Alzheimer's disease and related dementia. So even if you don't have Alzheimer's disease, but you have Lewy body disease, it would um, apply to you. And I have a phenomenal lineup of expert speakers from all over the world that are going to talk about a huge variety of topics that people will want to just hang on every one of their words, because it's going to be especially if you have a loved one that's living with this, if you're a caregiver for somebody with Alzheimer's disease. It's going to be just a jam-packed two days filled of just wow. really, really valuable information. It'll that is so reassuring for people. Right, well, we must make sure
0: that the, the landing page and all the, the details for that. Now, we're running out of time. And I mean, tips, you have mentioned a few anyway. I mean, whether they're tips of what to look out for or how we can help ourselves and others. So I heard you say healthy diet, which is just basically the basics, right? A limit to limit fat and processed and, and sugars and alcohol. And you said exercise. So getting out there, moving our bodies. You Exercising said, your brain by yes. uh,
1: doing, you know, challenging things. The yes. number one uh, recommended thing that you could do to challenge your brain there's two things: learn to play a musical instrument and learn a foreign language. A foreign language, yeah. I remember that. I remember saying to my partner, "Okay, we're gonna, you know, pick up
0: Chinese or Indian or something, you know, the, yeah." So they really keep it, keep it
1: active, right? So challenge your brain with the parts of the brain that you use to learn another language to learn the musical instrument so those are powerful but if you don't want to do those just you know puzzles or right uh, sitting in front of the television vegging is not one of not them because it's passive, <laughs> right, right of crossword puzzles I yes love yeah that's a good one
0: okay so keep your brain active you also we touched on uh, the best response go along, enter their reality, you know, instead of making them feel alone by by just saying, are you mad, etc. Now, what about, I know here in Holland, we have like adverts, even on television for, if you come across like confused people in the streets who just suddenly, you know, midway across the street or something seem to totally not know who they are, what they're doing. Is there anything particular you would have to recommend for that?
1: I think it would be very difficult for a citizen to be able to distinguish somebody who might be suffering from a mental illness like schizophrenia if they you know came upon somebody who was talking to themselves and seemed really confused versus somebody who was suffering from Alzheimer's disease and dementia but I will say that it is very very common for people living with Alzheimer's disease and dementia To this happened to my mother-in-law when she was living with Alzheimer's disease, she took her dog out for a walk every morning for the same route for 50 years. And she continued to do that even after her Alzheimer's diagnosis. But one day she got lost. She couldn't remember who she was. She couldn't remember which way to go back to find her home. She was clueless. She didn't know who she was. Well, fortunately, one of the neighbors um, did see that she was looking around very in a very confused way. She approached her. She said, hi, Mary Ann. It's, uh, you know... Stephanie, um, are you okay? And Marianne didn't, didn't know, um, could not answer her her name or anything. Fortunately, the neighbor knew where she lived and took her she home. She Just
0: accompanied her home. home. So I suppose yeah. we should just accompany people to the closest police station or something.
1: You know, just a well, safe return program because this happens all the time to people with dementia. And it can happen like this. Yeah, where they're perfectly fine when they. Go out of their house and then just like the flip of a switch, that short term memory kind of short circuits, and then they don't know who they are or where they are. Oh. So I think that if you do come across somebody like that, you might just say, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And you might be able to tell if they are having like a short term memory collapse And then, yes, you'd want to call 911 because there are safe return programs pretty much for most communities where if you do have a loved one or you care for somebody with dementia, you register them and the police has information on them. Right. Lisa, thank you very much. Thank you to your
0: grandmother for having sparked all these years ago, this mission of yours and your quest to understand and to support and raise awareness, which is what you're doing with your summit as well around this, uh, as you say, uncomfortable, but more and more talked about, I think, topic because as you say, it's affecting so many people. It's not like we can keep it quiet anymore. So thank you very much. Make sure I have all the details for the show notes. Good luck with the conference. And yes, keep us posted, new books, especially on this this training uh, program, because I can imagine for people who just find out that a member of their family or something is diagnosed, I can imagine you are so desperate for any explanation and starting from the most basic is the best so thank you lisa thank you very much all the best to you and your mission and to the rest of you out there be reassured we then now have sources and and places you can go and talk and get the support the knowledge and the tools that you need in order to help those around you all the best to you all bye 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 thank you for listening now it is up to you to make it happen Join me next week for another dose of empowering vitamins as we navigate the marvelous roller coaster we all life. Subscribe and let me know what you think we should be talking about. Take care out there.